It's the Hive Sports Podcast, bringing you all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State. Visit us at thehivesports.com. Against Gobert, puts his shoulder down, rolls inside, try to slam it home, and Rudy said, not tonight! John Beck is on the run, he throws behind him, it is, cut for the touchdown! Merrill for the lead, he's got it! RSL fans, hello there and welcome back to another episode here on RSL Sunday Podcast. I'm your host, Marcos, with Royce and Connor here as well. No RSL matches at all this week uh, due to a bye week. It was kind of unfortunate. Um, How did you guys spend your your week with no watching RSL games at all? Uh, Definitely had to pick up on some other soccer also with this March Madness. I got to admit, I was... (laughs) Mostly keeping paying attention to that, but and then there was also the WBC, the World Baseball Classic. So it's actually been a crazy weekend for sports, regardless of there being no RSL. Yeah, um, I had no problem yesterday. Uh, Man City won six zero, so that was plenty for me. Another Holland hat trick, so I'm very happy in that regard. So not a bad weekend at all. Yeah, definitely not a bad week. It was kind of sad, no RSL games, but still plenty of good MLS games. We'll, we'll touch on a few of those later. Um, but I'm, I'm excited. We have El Clasico in about an hour from the time that we're recording, so about 2 o'clock today. So I'm excited for that one. Um, but just like like every episode, we have, we have RSL trivia. Um, but yesterday, um, my girlfriend, she saw on our Twitter page that every, every tweet on our Twitter page at RSL Sunday Pod we use the hashtag uh, Dale Real. And she asked me, she's like, why do you always use that hashtag Dale Real? And I told her, I was like, no, it's pronounced Dale Real. Kind of like what Pitbull says. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dale. Dale. <laughs> <laughs> so our, our, our trivia question for today for you guys is, how many clubs from South America have played friendlies against RSL? Uh, one, two, three, or four. What do you guys think? I had zero clue. I went with one because I couldn't even remember a single time that happened. So I was like, it can't be more than one. But I was like in a very small majority with my answer. So I'm pretty sure I'm wrong. Yeah, Don, you were uh, 5% of all voters. So <laughs> that <laughs> I was ride with my boys. <laughs> um, I guess two, which is the most voted one. So that made me feel a little better about it. But I also have no idea. That was just a straight guess. Yeah, so I, I originally thought it was one, but the answer is two. So oh. yeah, so they played against Boca Juniors, so the big team from Argentina back when they were at Ricicles Stadium. And then the other one was surprised me. They played a Chilean team, Universidad Católica, also at Ricicles Stadium. So hmm. the first one, Católica was in 2005, and I believe the other one was in 2007, 2008, around that time. So Definitely need to bring back uh, playing against yeah. some friendlies against some South American teams. For real. Because I feel like we're just mostly doing friendlies against like Mex- Mexican teams or other things like that. So yeah. bring on bring on the South American power. Yeah, so cool. Like especially with the um, uh, like the next Copa America, they're inviting like USA and Mexico and Canada. I'd like to see them do that with like the club soccer as well. It'd be cool if this like Champions League that we have kind of set up right now. It'd be cool if we were able to incorporate clubs from like all over South America as well. Oh, hundred percent. That would, that would be, I, I would definitely want that. I'm, I'm all for that. If there was like two big giant club championships like that, 
then obviously the winner can get into that other bracket for like the club world cup to make it even yeah. bigger. Yeah. I think that'd really connect it. And I think people would pay attention to other leagues more, honestly. Like yeah. I couldn't name as many South American teams as like Asian teams or whatever like that. But if they did something like that, you'd learn a lot more teams. It'd just be super cool. I'm yeah, 100% down exactly. for that. Yeah, yeah it definitely awesome. seems like when it comes from the club world cup, there's too many teams from like Saudi Arabia or the middle East. It's like, it's like there, there's there's other other good soccer teams over here yeah. like in so- South America like Mexico so yeah and then, so I think we only get the one entry from whoever wins like the Champions League here so it is kind of dumb that they should definitely incorporate more teams over from here yeah for sure but one can only hope yeah. um, but with uh, with RSL not having an, a match this week we just thought we'd reach out to you guys so we're gonna do some RSL fan questions that you guys posted on our Twitter page at RSL Sunday pod. So let's get right to it. So first question um, that we have is with the current players that we have, and after three games into the season against St. Louis this coming week, what would be your ideal formation? Which players would you start and why? All righty. Well, I'll take a shot at this. So first off, we are missing a few players this week, so this is going to be a really fun game. Uh, I don't think any of us are going to be able to pick the same lineup. So we are going to be missing Severino, Ojeda, Luna, and Rubin. So it should be a really fun one with almost half our starting lineup missing. So um, honestly, I don't think Pablo is going to change that much. He really doesn't so I I think we'll stay with the same formation somehow um so obviously we got Zach McMath uh, and we got our fourth the back I'd really like to see Brian Vera start this week um just be really nice to see him and then obviously we got Glad and Silva starting and then right back of course Brody Middlefield um so I don't know like those two holding positions uh, hopefully, Lawfulson and uh, I don't know with this one because uh, I don't know. Who do you guys think? Who else in the midfield? I think for me, I, is P- Pablo Ruiz is back, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's like yeah. good training, so like I would assume yeah. he'd slot in, but just the fact that he hasn't gone any minutes, but yeah, well, who like knows if he's forced to start. Yeah, I think yeah, I think if we had the luxury of maybe having Ojeda still and some other options, we could maybe look at taking him off the bench. But I think regardless of what his fitness stands, we at least need him to start the match for us. Maybe we can yeah. swap him out halfway. But yeah, I think him and Lawfulson will definitely be that midfield two together um, up front. I'd probably I'd like Gomez again for sure. He was he has to Saverino's yeah. out. Yeah, and he was super promising. He looked like he's finally getting some confidence. Um, what would you guys do for? Uh, I guess we have to do Julio because Rubin's yeah. out. I yeah, Julio's kind of just the only player at the moment. And then obviously, Crylack, and then this one. It's honestly for left wing. It'd probably just be Merrim or Chang. I think those oh. are the. I think those are your two guys you're gonna pick between. Give me Chang. Give me Chang. Yeah. Every time I've seen him this season, he just does not – he just looks a little past it. I mean, no hate to the guy. He's 
definitely works like he tries. It's not like he's not trying, but he just does not look like the same player. Last last season, he had brought like a little bit of a spark, but just does not feel the same this year. Yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to, I'm just going, scrolling through our, our lineup as we speak. Um, so I would go obviously with the same back line. I want to see Brian Vera start in his debut at home. So Vera, Glad, Silva, Brody, nothing changed there. Um, I would go Ruiz, Lofelson, and defensive mid. Um, but I'm just like hesitant about Chang as well. Like I'm looking through our, our lineup. I kind of think maybe I want to see Moses Nyman start. Maybe this is his debut. debut. Um, and then Krylock and Gomez. So Gomez right there on the, the right wing. And then Julio up, up top. Do you guys think that this is a game against a good St. Louis team that you would want to start some some guys who haven't seen MLS minutes? I think that'd be I, cool. I wouldn't. I personally wouldn't. Like, we're already almost bottom of the table. Like, these are important games. I think maybe down the line if our season isn't going as planned, but just kind of set the culture for the beginning of the season. I definitely think these younger players need to, like, earn it and that may take a little while that's just like kind of help them develop better but i definitely start changer maram over nyman for sure yeah I, I think it'd be it'd be interesting i don't think it would have yield very good results i mean we could always be surprised but i would i think i'd be more open to just giving i mean we're obviously gonna be forced into it but giving a lot of new guys um some spots on the bench um even just like going through like the first team and just like the game day preparations. I think that's big for guys to get used to. Um, so like seeing guys like Axel Kai on the bench would be cool. And just having them like warm up with the subs and go through that type of procedure. Um, I think it'd be good for like their maturity and their development. Yeah. Like a, a player that we saw kind of late in the season of last season that I, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, come off the bench is like a Bodhi Hidalgo. Cause we saw like his tenacity and his his work after like especially against like portland in that game that we needed to win in order to go to the playoffs so i i want to see him he's very scrappy he's complete opposite of what merriman has showed so far merriman yeah. just doesn't have that hustle yeah literally doing somersaults for balls practically <laughs> in the last game that that play was so bad like that just like yeah. summed up merriman's season so far like oh absolutely just the way he fell, it just looked so awkward and just like unathletic. I was like, oh, geez. The age is showing finally. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, he had a good run, but yeah. I don't know. Also, I could also see this game as like a we have a lower chance of winning this week than probably we did against like even Seattle, I would say. Like just yeah, how St. Louis has. 11 goals in four games and we have exactly. three goals. So exactly. So at this point, like I think it might be a decent idea to start Merrim so we can maybe find some form. I don't know if he just like hasn't had enough game time, but maybe if he like start from the beginning and played in, I don't know, maybe just 45 minutes if he can even play that much. <laughs> like <laughs> I hope he can play that much. <laughs> Like, I'd be surprised if he could play more than say, 60. I was going to say, if he can, then there's the, there's the Monarchs waiting for him, so. <laughs> Seriously. But, I don't know. That'd be the only reason I'd start him. Like, this game is going to be tough. Like, Especially they are just. A very, a very good St. Louis team who's 4-0. Like, the first time an expansion team has started 4-0, so they are scary good. Yeah, and they're high on confidence, too. You can see it when they're playing. Those, those guys are enjoying it. The fans are enjoying it, so. 
We're gonna have to be loud, make some noise, make it a tough environment for them. Yeah, how I, how I kind of like see it going is like they're scoring so many goals, but luckily our back five is pretty much all here, so our defense mm-hmm. should be at least a strong point. And then also you could say Ruiz coming back is better than what we've had. So yeah. honestly, if we have him in Lawfulson, I think that'd be our best like defensive and midfield like yeah. starting combo this year. Yeah. So it would really just be the attack that suffers. So I don't see us scoring many goals and hopefully we can stop them from scoring many goals. Yeah. Well, and that's and think- one thing I think like this whole season that's affected us is like creativity and Sovereigno is supposed to be that kind of creative spark and he just hasn't been this year. And I think without him and having to like fit in these random guys like Merrim or something like that, it's really going to be hard for us to get something going and create chances. Yeah, and I think the the likes of having Gomez and Julio starting up top for this game, especially against a very good St. Louis team, will hopefully help the attack be able to outrun their defense and get them tired fast. Yeah, you're going to be good on counters. That's with that bunch of pace up top. It should be fun. Awesome. So let's jump to the, the next question. So the next one is, if you could bring back any former RSL player, obviously like they're, they're in good, good, healthy condition, which player would you want playing with us right now and why? Albert Rusnak. I don't really have to think about this one too much. Maybe it's recency well, bias, but. What, why is that? I just, I feel like we need like that creative player who just like sees the game and understands it. Like he did like cry, like he can make his chances, but Rusnak really just saw the path, like the pass way before anyone else did. He knew what he was doing before he was getting the ball. Um, and I just, I think watching us going forward, we really do lack that creative spark and someone like Albert could just really bring that into the team. And I could think it's like someone like around that type of play style is what we're missing right now. Mm-hmm. All right. This one's easy for me. So three games, three goals. We need some more goals. So I'm bringing back former RSL head coach, Jason Kreis. First MLS player to ever score a hundred goals. So I don't know. We're just lacking that. Um, I think our midfield is really going to start to come together this week, hopefully. Like, this is my ideal Crylock, Ruiz, and Loffelson. So I really hope it will show and it'll solve a lot of issues we've seen so far. So if we could just get a, someone that could score goals for us at this point, that'd be really nice. Yeah, this one was kind of difficult because we've had several good players throughout RSL years from Armando to Olave to Javi. Um, but I also went with the attacking player mindset. So I, I'm going to go with Sabario because Sabario was a dangerous player we saw when in MLS Cup 2013 and that goal that he scored against Kansas City. So I, I think he would be very good in helping our, our younger players out, kind of like what Krylock is doing now. Yeah, that would be – I mean, at least we're all on the same page and that we need something going forward. Oh, absolutely. This, this team <laughs> needs help on that, that attack. So Yeah, desperately. Um, yeah, so let's jump to the next question. This one's, this one's an interesting one. So is Zach McMath actually good? And he, this person said he's been racking his brain around this this one forever. So what do you guys think? <laughs> um, what is, like, considered good in multiple people's opinions? <laughs> if, we, if we base it off of last year's stat, he had a lot of, he had a lot of shutouts. So 
Uh, how I see it is he makes all the saves he should, but not very often. I feel like he is making like some spectacular saves. So I would say he's serviceable, but definitely, I don't know. I think it is a position we could upgrade because he's not young by any means, yeah. but I, I think he's just like serviceable for now. Like he's a solid keeper that does what he should. Um, he's not very great with his feet, but he's also like the older generation, which wasn't really forced to do that. So if we could get someone that could make some more spectacular saves and distribute a little better, I'm a hundred percent down to replace him. Yeah. I'm kind of the same way. I, I literally, before you had said it, that the one word I was going to use was serviceable. <laughs> I, mean, I don't, I don't think he's like anything special. I don't think he's necessarily bad either. I just, I think he's there. Um, like, like you said, he's never going to like wow you and be making some crazy acrobatic save, tipping it over the bar. But I think like he does his job, like the shots that he should be saving. He is always getting those saved. Um, I would like to see like Gavin Beavers get some minutes this season. It'd be cool for at least maybe in like some cup games, um, just to see what he's like, test the waters, because we are going to have to replace him eventually. He's 31. He's, I don't think he's getting any better. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I, I, I'm kind of on the fence about him. He, he was our man of the match, I thought, against Seattle, but still. That's just because everyone else sucked. Yeah. They didn't do anything <laughs> special. <laughs> yeah. But uh, just another thing I'll add is, we, used, we literally watched the MLS GOAT for years before him. So, like, our bar yeah. is very, very high for goalkeepers. Mm-hmm. And just the fact that he's nothing special, I think it's kind of just, like, whatever. He's there. Exactly. Yeah, like, I, I agree. Like, he hasn't shown anything spectacular. Like, yes, he had a lot of shutouts last season, but he's nothing comparable to what we've seen in other goalkeepers throughout the league, like a Sean Johnson. Like, like obviously, what Nick Romando has done. If it was up to me, then I would definitely want to bring back Ochoa, but stuff happened, so we had to move on. So, Yeah, I was very upset. I thought Ochoa was going to be our guy for, like, years to come. And so it's, it's kind of sad how sour it all ended at the end. Yeah, but it, 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 it's what we have for right now. So hopefully a couple more seasons with – McMath and then we can maybe bring on Gavin Beavers maybe for like an open cup game uh, to get experience so that that would be fantastic yeah so thank you guys for those fan questions hopefully we can get some more throughout the season um, to hear from you guys for some fan questions Um, but with a lot of MLS action we had we saw some great great goals from St. Louis to especially from Atlanta um, was there any game in particular um, besides like obviously the St. Louis game that we had our eye on? What what, what game, what team kind of stuck out to you from yesterday's matches? Um, mine was more a specific player. It's Tiago Almada of Atlanta United. Mm-hmm. Uh, he scored that free kick and was one of the craziest free kicks I've ever seen. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yes. And I, I just think he's a very special player. I think we're, we're lucky to have him in the MLS. I think we'll maybe have him for one, two more years at the most before Europe comes calling and some bigger team comes and signs him because he's special. And I mean, there's a reason he got called up to the world cup um, with the likes of the other guys that were in that Argentina squad. So yeah, I I think him and Atlanta in general are always just a fun team to watch. 
Yeah, I guess the one game yesterday that was kind of upsetting. I was hoping for a goal fest between LAFC and Seattle, but definitely didn't get that. It was zero zero. Um, I feel like that's how it is with MLS. It's either like three to two or like just some really weird zero zero draw. Yeah. But um yeah, I don't know. And then obviously St. Louis. Um they are going insane. Another three zero win, which is absolutely crazy. <laughs> Yeah, so a, a lot of games stuck out to me besides obviously St. Louis with their amazing backline that they have in, in attack. A uh, game that stuck out to me was probably Houston-Austin because we saw what Austin did to us last week at home with those two bangers. Houston totally flipped it. They they won at home against uh, Austin 2-0. So with Hector Herrera scoring the Mexican international, so good on Houston. And yeah. with Tate, Tate Schmidt starting for, for that club, it's good to see former RSL players doing well. So, um, so with that, um, let, let's do some RSL predictions going into this one. Oh yeah, yeah. I definitely need to adjust my prediction from yeah. last week. I think we are all allowed an adjustment after all the players that have been dropped. So, alrighty, Don, give us your prediction, RSL, this uh, Saturday. I'm gonna go. 4-1 St. Louis. Don't oh, my God. <laughs> Don't hate me. Don't hate me. You are, you are, you are brutal. Jeesh. Yeah. Wow. Really? I, I, don't, I don't see them slowing down. I think Dr. RSL is going to come in and keep that keep that thing up for them. They're not going to slow down any bit. <laughs> All right, Marcos, what about you? We have 4-1. Are you going to be any nicer to the Clarendon Cobalt? <laughs> uh, I've... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two nothing, St. Louis. Oh, Oof. all right, a little, a little, a little nicer. bit nicer. <laughs> Just because we we don't we don't have any attacking players. Like yes, we'll have okay. the likes of Gomez, Julio, and Krylock, but who else do we have off the bench? Merrim. Yeah. Merrim's not gonna score for us. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, I'm going to go one zero defeat. And RSL hits the bar at some point in the game, and it's excruciating. But <laughs> we still lose 1-0. I could but, see it. Yeah, I don't know. Just typical RSL. But what I really want to see is just midfield improvement. Yeah. Um, and sense. also Brian Vera starting. Like, if he mm-hmm. looks insane, that just – really make me happy and give me a lot more hope for the rest of the season, honestly, just after a first impression. Yeah, definitely. I want to see – that's, like, the main thing. I just want to see some sort of improvement because if week week by week we're going on and it kind of just feels like the same thing going forward, that's when you start have to ask questions that are hard to ask. Yeah. And also, Pablo, please, please. Please play Andres Gomez 90 minutes. Yes. Please. Do not sub him off. We need to see a full game of him. Yeah, surely he could we don't be, have anyone to sub him off for. Maybe he has a clutch gene that we haven't even figured out because he hasn't played a full <laughs> 90 minutes. And that's when it's unlocked is when it's in the final 10 minutes. So yeah. we need to figure this out. So do yeah. not sub him off this week. Let him play. We had a whole week off. He had plenty of rest. I think he's ready. Yeah. And Pablo, please actually use your subs at a decent time. None of this... 75th minute subs yeah, yeah seriously please if we need a change make the change yeah honestly but we shall see this coming saturday the 25th it's going to be another very cold match at the riot 
So make sure you guys show up early. Um, get get the get the crowd loud. St. Louis fans will probably travel because they are an expansion team. They're four and zero, so I don't see why they're not going to travel. So let's get the the crowd loud um, and let's show the boys that we support them, so we can get this get the riot as a fortress once again and get back on winning ways. Because I, I think we can. Uh, it'll be difficult this week because we don't have any a lot of players missing, but it all starts with with one win at a time. So until then, thank you guys for listening. But we'll talk to you guys next week. See you guys. Thanks for listening. See you guys. TheHiveSports.com has all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State, covering prep, college, pro, and church sports. No way, really? Okay, maybe not that last one. If you want to stay in the know about all things Jazz, Cougars, Aggies, and Utes, then this is the site for you. TheHiveSports.com. We may even feature your high school. So check us out today at TheHiveSports.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Check out TheHiveSports.com because we got the buzz.